Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Vendo Podcast. My name is Nicholas Martinez. I'm the VP of Marketing here at Vendo, and today joined by what should be a very familiar face. Jason, want to introduce yourself? Hey, everybody, and I am uh, Jason Weilman. I lead our marketplace advertising efforts, and we'll be leading the discussion on what Nick and I are going to be talking about shortly. Yeah, so we've got a we got a hot topic today, um, and that is retail media. Um, you know, unless you've been in a cave, uh, you've probably been hearing a lot about retail media lately. Um, and there's many reasons for that, which we'll touch on. A lot of uh, changes in the last couple of years um, that have really led to this kind of retail media wave um, that, you know, may just be getting started and, and be growing into, you know, the next decade. Um, so we're going to touch on kind of the history uh, the last couple of years, you know, some of the impacts of the iOS changes, the upcoming cookie changes, um, as well as the changing landscape um, when it comes to people shopping online, but also shopping online um, through their favorite uh, traditionally brick and mortar retailers, um, now finding those retailers online and all of the different ways that we here at Vendo go about catering to those consumers and really just being where they want to be, right? Um, you know, I know that's a kind of cliche saying at this time, but it is important to be where your customers want to be and, and not just necessarily where you want them to be. Um, so, you know, taking that to, to heart here at Vendo, um, we've really done a lot in the last uh, year or so building up our retail media, media capabilities. And um, I'm excited in this uh, several part series that we're going to go through over the next couple weeks or couple months uh, to take you all through that retail media journey. And uh, today we're going to we're going to kick it off with some of the fundamentals and, and dig into some details as well. Um, and so first things first, Jason, what, why don't you share what what is retail media? Perfect. Uh, well, I think you did a good job giving a lot of context, actually, to what we're going to talk about. But generally speaking, retail media is basically advertising uh, within retailer websites or apps, uh, usually where the brand then directly sells uh, their product on site. Um, but it's constantly involving in terms of the, the capabilities for what these retail media solutions are. So uh, today, kind of in part one, what I wanted to focus on was search-based advertising, on site. So for example, if you're a brand who sells at a specific retailer, being able to run sponsored product ads on those websites uh, or through those apps. Um, but it's not limited to that actually in, um, you know, in a sense with what retail media has evolved into really in the last couple of years now is for brands to be able to boost their, their visibility on the digital shelf, but for customers who are at all stages of the buying journey. So uh, today, what we're going to kind of discuss is search-based advertising, how that's very low funnel and conversion focused, um, but through either display and, and native ads, how brands can also grow their, their customer awareness and consideration, uh, similar to what you would do in traditional retail, which is when brands occupy end caps or um, you know have end placement in a specific physical store. Really interesting, um, you know, understanding this this changing landscape and you know, I think a lot of people probably watching or are accustomed to thinking about, you know, retail and the and the perspective of a, of a kind of a, a sales team would, right? Maybe less of a, a, a media buying or marketing perspective. And, you know, I know with a lot of the brands that we work with, including our, our in-house brand, um, you know, a lot of that, that those retail activations are done by the sales team in coordination with the buyers. 
Um, and again, it's it, it can be more limiting to to end caps and and POS offers and things like that. So really exciting, just the the opportunity here to really uh, take retail to the next level bring, you know, digital um, uh, strategy uh, into the picture more. Um, and so let's, let's kind of dig in here to the, to the benefits of, of retail media and, and uh, you know, why, why, why the viewers should even be, you know, interested in, in looking at this seriously. Yep, absolutely. So a um, couple crazy, just a crazy stat kind of before we, we jump in, um, in terms of just the, the scalability. So um, I've seen some statistics get thrown around recently that, by as soon as 2030, so you know, less than basically seven years now, estimates are that nearly 10 to 15% of all ad spend is going to be going towards retail media. So in terms of kind of the growth opportunity uh, for brands, obviously it's there. And then from a benefit standpoint, um, you know, kind of what we discussed is being where your shoppers are, bringing visibility to your products, but understanding how to do that and then how to capitalize on um, you know, where they are in that customer journey, whether it's awareness, consideration, or conversion, um, is all going to be very specific to that brand. And brands are going to obviously then have um, different benefits based off of either their channel goals, their maturity within the marketplace and things like that. But, um, you know, one of the the main things that we obviously are, you know, very e-commerce and digitally focused at Vendo is helping our brands then capitalize on just the growth of e-commerce as a whole. So, uh, what we saw really in terms of Amazon specifically and how that relates then to just shopping preferences in general is the pandemic fundamentally shifted the, the digital center and how customers shopped at retail. So um, I think something close to about one in every $5 spent now is actually online versus where it used to be um, just, you know, in stores previously. So in terms of what we're able to do through retail media is offer basically incremental sales opportunities for brands where customers otherwise now aren't actually going in person to make those same purchases. Yeah. And, and you brought something up earlier too, about, you know, understanding how, you know, the, the, the complexities of a brand, you know, uh, can impact, you know, how, how deep they want to go with retail media. And, you know, here at Vendo, um, you know, we, of course, you know, we, we work with, you know, the, the um, you know, kind of uh, fastly rising CPG startup brands. We work with more well-established, you know, brands that are maybe more household names that have been around for decades. Um, I think it'd be interesting, you know, uh, to understand, like, how should those two different kind of buckets of, of, of brands really look at retail media and the need for that to be part of their um, marketing mix? Um, you know, it, it does seem to be pretty uh, bottom of funnel with some of the attribution tools that that we have. And so from that perspective, I would think it could be, you know, reasonable to say all brands could could do well. But do you have any insight on like kind of how 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 different types of brands and different maturity levels should should look at retail media? Yeah. So uh, one, I would say from a partnership standpoint, a lot of retail partners now are looking at brands to actually kind of make a specific percentage investment back into retail media so that you're supporting the the sales velocity efforts of kind of growing your brand in that marketplace with them. Um, so typically speaking, we've kind of recommended anywhere between a 15 and 20% total investment in terms of top line sales going and getting reinvested back into ads. Um, the great thing for 
kind of what you just mentioned is leveraging that first party data. So um, all of these retail media platforms own their first party data, and there's much better attribution than there would be if you were running these through external sources. So, um, you know, back in the day where a lot of advertisements were being done, um, you know, through third party channels with the inability to have, you know, cookies and, and privacy laws and everything like that, um, where it's affecting the ability to measure and track those efforts, being able to now control in a tangible and measurable way, a very scalable effort is really valuable for brands because they can see dollar for dollar than what they're investing and how that's actually improving their point of purchase or their point of sale at that retailer. So typically then what we're looking to do at Vendo is understanding if the brand is new, where are they in that partnership with the, the retailer and what do they need to invest then to close a velocity expectation, right? So each retailer has certain benchmarks that they want brands to hit in terms of, you know, you just sell this many units per store per week. And we're able to then look at what they're doing from an organic standpoint and then complement that with paid efforts to close the gap or even far outpace them across the, you know, kind of a velocity expectation. Um, that would be on a, a new partnership. And then long-term where we start to work with, uh, with brands is start evolving our strategy then to not just be hitting certain velocity benchmarks, but also hitting different performance KPIs, which is where we can track stuff like ROAS, customer acquisition cost, or um, a couple of our favorites is as we start to mature with brands and work with them on marketplace longer, it's growing our category share and prioritizing our investment towards new to brand purchases. So in that aspect, in kind of regard, then what we're looking to do is acquire customers who might be outside of that brand's funnel and bring them into the brand. Because the long, the more that we're able to do that, obviously, we're actually directly then bringing in incremental sales on top of what the brand might have experienced already. Wow. Yeah. It goes. It goes deep, right? So, um, just to kind of summarize here, um, it, 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 you know, you, you're obviously looking at kind of your kind of classic media buying metrics, right? ROAS, cost per click, you know, uh, CAC, all all of these things. Um, but you know because there's these buyer relationships um, and, and goals that you have to uh, hit to maintain, you know, um, keeping your selection there in, the, in their stores, you also have to kind of factor that into the picture. So, you know, maybe you run retail media kind of evergreen to, to keep a constant flow. And if you have strong metrics, you know, ramp things up, but maybe then you've got to, um, you know, make a certain buyer happy. So you get, you know, uh, renewed for the next year and, um, you know, at that point, you really want to crank things up and you, you probably don't want to just crank things up from nothing. Right. So you kind of want to have that evergreen foundation in place to, to know in the back of your head, OK, if I need to make a bigger impact here with uh, this retailer, I, I have the, the tools in place to go ahead and do so. And then, you know, the third thing I think you said, which was uh, really, you know, not just doing doing well from a media buying perspective alone, not just doing well in that retailer alone, but really absorbing more of that category market share. And, and, and so there's so much potential here. It's really, it's really, uh, really exciting um, frontier that we're on. Absolutely. And then what we're, what we're looking at long-term then is our campaign strategies. Um, you know, these ones are very low funnel and, and acquisition focus impact top lines at a retailer, because then what we're able to see is if a brand is in say five different retailers where you can measure all of their different POS data across those, and see from an individual investment standpoint where we should be shifting dollars to and from. 
Um, if we have a slow performing account or region, we can look to potentially start trying to pump different, you know, investments to, to try to ramp up some of those numbers in performance. Um, and it really just ties into kind of everything that you're able to do at a more granular level, which is, um, you know, using some of the data that we have from D to C. So our own, say, Shopify um, and then the information that we're able to garner through sales from the retailer or channels like Amazon and, and Instacart is understanding which product has the highest LTV long-term or the highest purchase frequency. And we can also then start to come up with different strategies and different KPIs. Hey, it makes more sense for us to invest in this category or this product because the customer actually is going to come back and purchase at a higher frequency more times per year. So long-term, then as we kind of transition away from just using ROAS as kind of our guiding light metric, what we're able to start to show brands is especially for consumable products where we know they're going to have a stronger purchase rate, we can start over-investing and developing strategies in their core products that we know are going to bring back then the highest return in yield long-term as well. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's just so much, so much potential here. Um, and uh, I'm really excited to just be digging into this more um, in the, in the coming parts of the series. You know, I think we're just, we're just touching uh, the tip of the iceberg here and, um, I guess Jason, if you could just kind of share um, a little teaser about what to what to expect next in the part two and and part three or however many we decide to go with this, it could go on for years. But uh, yeah, no, of course. So in terms of kind of how should brands use retail media and how are we kind of discussing it today, we wanted to break it up into kind of a three part series. Um, ours today, I think, was very conversion focused, which typically then involves low funnel efforts like search uh, and product ads. But as retail media continues to kind of evolve and really find shoppers at all stages of the buying journey, what we're starting to see uh, become more and more popular then is brands moving a lot of advertising investment over into display and retail media networks. Um, basically, programmatic ads where these retailers have such vast knowledge and data collection over years on their customers. And you're now able to basically run campaigns where you're paying for that data to basically show your ads to prioritize re-engaging lapsed customers or grow your category share at that retailer um, to drive further consideration and discovery for your same product. So that's kind of step two, which is once you exhaust some of the lowest funnel stuff, continuing to grow your visibility, bring back customers um, and drive new to brand sales through, you know, category display ads is phase two. And then in phase three, I'll likely bring on Greg, who we also can run long-term different external ads, whether it's through social and search to complement different retailers where you can start, you know, running search ads, or you can run Facebook ads specifically driving, um, you know, in a specific region for customers who might be willing to or looking to to purchase at that specific store. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, that's where it starts to get even more interesting, right? Because a lot of what we've talked about today is driving that retail sale from from an online kind of checkout perspective. But what about driving that retail sale in the in store checkout, right? And and then you know to top it off, actually being able to directly attribute and and track you know, that performance from, from the digital to, you know, landscape to the, to the end store. So um, there's some really interesting developments in that area too, that um, 
I know we've been we've been testing out to really make sure that the, that data is being um, captured and can't wait to to get into that. But um, yeah, any 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 last words, Jason? Or the only thing I was going to say, because you kind of just brought up an interesting point, um, which is a lot of the different retailers now are also tying in both store and then e-commerce sales. So if you run a campaign that's a digital campaign, you're obviously going to see your ad attributed sales online, but what they're actually now able to do because of the kind of closed loop distribution that they have is also then show you if a customer interacted online, but didn't maybe purchase, but that's where they were in their awareness and discovery mode, but then went into the store and purchased during that same attribution window, which is typically 14 days the campaign will actually still, it's kind of falls under a separate bucket, but we'll still get credit for or track that sale. So you can only, you can actually then measure your digital at the physical locations as well. All right. I think, I think we're giving away too much now. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a lot, but it's, it's super exciting. It keeps evolving. And uh, I think we're going to look back in just a couple of quick years and see not only then are the the retail media networks themselves continuing to improve and offer, you know, in their offerings and capabilities. Um, but then all of the different campaigns and types of investments that are going to move into there is just going to continue to compound because of the, really the, the performance and, and everything else that comes with it. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. And I think, I think a lot of people probably are a little intimidated out there because of the fragmentation of data um, and how do you all keep it buttoned up and really make sure you're tracking properly? And I know from a digital perspective, you know, that's that, you know, performance is top of mind uh, in store, it maybe has leaned more, more awareness and kind of, you know, directional uh, as far as understanding um, the impact. But, you know, that's, that's what we do here at Vendo, right? We, we, we kind of connect all of the dots, get everything all buttoned up and, and manage it. So, um, you know, you can rest assured that, um, you know, everything is being uh, collected and, and tracked properly. Um, so, yeah, I'm super excited to, to uh, you know, do the next couple episodes with you, Jason. Um, thanks so much, man, for, for joining. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks everyone for, for listening in today. Uh, you can find us at, uh, at Vendo Commerce on, on Instagram and, and LinkedIn and Facebook. Um, and if you have any questions, Feel free to leave them below in, in the comments section or email us at hello at vendocommerce.com. Uh, thanks, everyone, and see you next time. <laughs>